Hello everyone and good afternoon. This is your host, Matthew Arkeson, the business motivator. And this is episode 8 of the Business Motivation Podcast. So we have a special guest with us this afternoon. Her name is Shakara McCray and she is the founder of Shakray's Events and More. All right, Shakara, can you please just, you know, add a little bit more to that introduction. I'm sure you have more to say. Hi, everyone. How are you doing? Let me say welcome to also to the Business Motivator podcast. You are in the right place. You are listening to the right person. We are growing. But um, for today, I'd just like to say that, yes, I am the founder slash CEO of Shakra's Events and more. And we are a company that's event-based, but the and more gives us the capacity to do a whole lot more than what we are known for. So we do not limit ourselves. There's not a box in, in, in terms of what we offer, but yeah, Chakra's events and more, whatever you can think, we conceive because we are in the business of making memories and creating experiences. Wow. <laughs> That was a whole lot. It sounded like it just came fresh off the radio. Very good introduction. And of course, uh, you mentioned it a while ago. It's an event-based business. So um, just just a little aside question here. Um, you you have qualifications in event planning, or are you just naturally talented like that? No qualification in event planning naturally talented like that it's it's a case of the uh when you know that bible story about the the ruler who had given one person many talents i i believe that god has given me many talents and no i've not yet gone ahead to do a qualification in events planning but i do have a ba in media and communication and an mba in marketing awesome and um that, that's a very good point to note because you do have some level of qualifications, though it is not, um, let's just say, directly involved in what you do. And this is a lesson to us um, who are listening because there are always going to be some side things, for lack of a better phrase, that you can do with your degree. It might not be directly you know, associated with it, but you can use it to your advantage. Now, for example, myself, I studied economics in university, right? But I am getting into project management, which economics can help you with because, you know, economics really help you to make sound business um, decisions and how to organize things. So don't be, you know, too caught up in oh I'm not you know qualified in this thing and maybe I can't do it no you have to find a way to use a degree to the best of your ability not only in you know being hired by somebody but in farming a business as well so really good that you um mentioned that and of course marketing is going to always help you when when you're in a business right <laughs> so if you have that degree you can you can um, be functional in any um, type of business. So, yeah, that's that's very good that you really took the step to to go further than just what you are qualified to do. And you said, um, 
Okay, Mate, before 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 you even get there, I want to make a very important point for your listeners. Um, you mentioned that you know you may not have a degree in the area that you want because your hobby or the area in which you'd like to start your side business. The first thing we need to do is have an interest in the area because a lot of people say, "Oh, uh, if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life." But when you love what you do and you have a passion for something, it doesn't matter if you have a degree. It's a case of believing that God doesn't always call the qualified, but he qualifies the call. So if you have a passion for it, if you feel like this is something that you can do it, just go ahead and do it. Try it. Nothing tried, nothing done. You may never know where the road leads you. Just take the first step. Awesome. And this keeps bringing me back to episode four of the podcast where I was talking to Mr. Ming and he says that, you know, the best thing you can do with a business is start. Just start. It might take years to develop this thing, but just start. I understand. And I mean, very good points, um, Shakara. Almost preaching, right? <laughs> so, um, very good point. Going to the events now. What kind of events do you help to plan in particular? All right, so I started out doing birthdays um, because I am one that's big on celebrating. I'm big on celebrating my birthday. So from I can remember coming of age, I've always wanted to do my birthday celebrations. I've always been interested in celebrating other person's birthday. I think the first big event that I would have planned per se as a birthday party would have been my mother's 58th and that kind of piqued my interest a whole lot more because I realized that this is something that I love to do um, I remember after the party my grandmother had called me and she was like Shakara I'm so proud of you and I think that was a defining moment in my life and then when I had my own daughter I knew that I had to make a difference in terms of recognizing that you know, I wanted her to have memories. And a lot of people say, oh, but the babies don't remember anything on the first, second, third year. The babies don't remember, but as a parent, you do. And when you capture those memories, it kind of shows them the foundation that you would have laid for them. And I've always said that it's not about giving children the life that you didn't have. But again, it's about creating experiences. It's about creating memories, whether it's something that they can look back on when they won't remember it or something that they can experience when they do remember it. So I started out in birthdays. Then I got into engagement planning. I got into wedding planning. I got into funerals and funerals. Um, it's amazing because backstory that I hope is short is that I've always been afraid of death or anything related to death. I mean, most of us. <laughs> I remember the first time I called my mommy and I'm like, mommy, I think I want to go into funeral planning, you know? Mm. Talk to persons ahead of time. What it is that you'd like to have at your funeral? What would you like to do? What would you like to say? Or what would you like to have done? And mommy's response was like, I'm not going to die for now, so I'm not going to plan any funeral and whatever. So um, I never got a good response for her with that. Uh, but I remembered when my sister, she had a stillbirth. So her baby was full term, but the baby died. And it was up to me to plan that funeral, right? Wow. And when I went through that, I realized that, okay, not bad. Maybe I can get a little bit more into it. And then my aunt died. That's my uncle's, um, my uncle's wife, sorry. My uncle's wife died. And uh, it was again on me. 
to plan that funeral, help him along the process, go through the entire thing with him. And I remember my mother was very instrumental in, in, in telling me what to do and how to go through it. Little did I know that I was being prepared to plan her own funeral because my mom died like three months after my aunt. So, <laughs> yes, I can say it with a smile though because it's a lot lighter. But my mom died three months after my aunt. And my sister, she was not here in the island. So I was like, okay, my uncle was there again supporting, but I was the one that was planning and executing so from start to finish. It was a week longer event. If I think it, so I would have gotten a taste of everything. So when I say events and more, it's about every single thing in your life that would capture whether it's celebrating or recognizing or reflecting on a moment. So from birthday parties to funerals to engagement to just because, because life is about celebrating you're alive, God has blessed you. A lot of us spend too much time thinking on the things that are not going right instead of celebrating the things that are right. So, yeah. Wow. Um, that was a lot to unpack. Um, first and foremost, my condolences to you and your family. That must have been really rough to deal with. But there is a silver lining. There's a light at the end of the tunnel because, you know, this young lady has proven that even at your lowest point you can still find it within you to create something for yourself it's amazing right she was at a really low point must have been and she was there planning funerals for her relatives that's crazy i don't think i could do it <laughs> i don't think i could be strong enough to do that but um that's that's what we're trying to tell you here on a business motivation podcast emphasis on the motivation because you might think you don't know nothing and you're just at this lower point and you're depressed trust me i've been there you have to use anything you can to to create some kind of advantage right because the world is not a kind place if you're down the world is gonna keep you down it's gonna kick you while you're on the floor you have to find a way to get back up and you know thank you very much for sharing some of that story um i know it must have been difficult for you but going back to the events now um i didn't hear you mention graduations you do graduations right graduation comes on but anything that is worth celebrating <laughs> reflecting <laughs> or emphasizing um to tell you the truth, yeah, you mentioned grad- and then I met my daughter is just last week. I met my daughter is going to be graduating from kindergarten this year. Okay. And whether or not the school decides to have an actual graduation, I'm there online picking out props, picking out backdrops. And in my head, I'm planning my daughter's graduation. It's just something that it comes, it comes to the territory of like uh, of loving to plan events. It comes to the territory of loving to celebrate. So I do. I, I remember last year I was called because we were having um, virtual graduations a lot last year. And last year, uh, a friend slash client called and she was like, my daughter is graduating, it's going to be at home, but I don't want it to be as plain as, you know, going to sit in front of the computer. And I went by her house, grabbed some props, grabbed some balloons, and we just set up a nice backdrop. And she was able to feel as if, yes, she is at her own little graduation in her own little world. So it's not necessary. It doesn't have to always be big, but it just needs to be. 
So in that little moment, she was able to be set apart in terms of everybody else. Even after the graduation, they were able to take their pictures in the area that was set up for them. And it was just such a beautiful experience. So yes, I do do graduation. All right, awesome. Um, I might have to write down your contact for um, you know, something like that in the future, who knows. But um, that's great because I remember um, episode six of the podcast, I was speaking to Stefan Ropa and he said that even your smallest client has a network. And you mentioned the fact that it doesn't have to be big in order for it to have an impact, right? And it's just like every business. Not every business is going to turn out to be the next Amazon or Microsoft to influence the world, no. But if you can make the lives of even a handful of people better, you have done something to influence society positively, you know? And I think this is what um, Shakara's business is all about. They say a picture is worth more than a thousand words, but I think a well-planned event is worth a million words. You understand? So um, I'm really happy that you are spreading, you know, joy to people. And in this time of pandemic, uh, where people are panicking and, you know, people are getting frustrated. We all hear about the riots and those kind of stuff. You know, there's still some positive, you know, flow going into it. But going into um, another question now, you keep mentioning all these props and stuff like that. I've seen some of the things that you do and this all looks a little bit expensive. I mean, how do you handle the expenses of this business car. I know it's it's not the cheapest thing. Do you well oh. that's a good question. And if I was I was literally thinking about this today, you know, how to handle it, the expenses of this business. And I think a drawback which may be a very big plus in my in my favor is that I'm not expensive. So my services are not expensive because I think of clients as family members. And for me, if you're in a family and friend discount plan, you're good. And each client automatically falls in there because my desire is not contrary to what the business world thinks the bottom line, which is your profit. My desire is experience and memories. So for me, um, I was just telling somebody the other day that I may never get rich. And at this point, I'm very comfortable with that because as long as somebody's life is left changed for the better then i am okay that's where my profit is and uh to tell you the truth you mentioned that you know we may not all become big like amazon or whatever but it's just about changing one person i rarely advertise my services i literally had to sit myself down and say listen this year you're going to be doing more posting on instagram you're going to be trying to put yourself out there more mm -hmm. but my services sell themselves so persons that i would have done business with in the past i have a lot of recurring customers so when they know that they need something specific they can call me a lot of, i have a lot of referral customers so those return customers often tell somebody else about what i do because of how i do business with them so even with what i am doing now so yes there's the the events part of it yes there's the props part of it i do a lot of customized and personalized t-shirts i do a lot of mugs i do frames i do everything right and the market 
you would say is saturated with that because a lot of people realize that yes you can get the machine yes you can be doing these things and i always tell people don't be afraid of thinking that because you're in a saturated market you're gonna fail no your signature is what sets you apart your relation with your clients is what sets you apart yes the products might be expensive but how are you willing to do are you willing to say okay i'm gonna set my price at this and i'm not going to change because this is what my, my bottom line is most important no for me my clients are more important and when the, when the clients come in and they're pleased your bottom line grows so your mindset in how you do business is it, it makes a whole lot of difference and i believe that as a christian in business i think that's what sets me apart because i always say to god god, god where finances are controlled are con uh, are concerned sorry i'll do my part and you do the rest so i'll do what i have to do we're providing the services is concerned you provide the clients you provide the money that comes with it so if i had to say i would give myself a failing grade for any aspect of my business i tell you that the finances slash accounting slash pricing part is but if i have to tell you that i'll give myself a passing grade i'll also tell you that i've been able to go by and live by for the last couple of whenever because i've not been failing so it's all right. <laughs> all right well that was a lot to unpack and you made some really good points you made some really good points man um yes going back to something i well a book that i listen to i prefer listening to audiobooks and it's rich dad poor dad i think everybody you know know that book by now and one of the things the author said was that you must create a business with the mindset of helping people not making money that's one of the key things i i recognize from that book and it is true i mean just the other day um my business partner and i we we have a we have a show on the channel called more for your mondays you need to check it out really good stuff um, we were talking about um finding out what your why is why are you into this business why are you starting this up if it's just money alone chances are you will not you will not um see it out you will not be consistent and you'll get discouraged quite easily because trust me the first couple of years or a couple of months of the business you know you're probably not see you're probably not see nothing at home no money no clients nothing and if it's in it for the money alone chances are you say chill get out of this you're gone so you have to have a higher purpose than the money and i, I mean in episode seven of the podcast i i was speaking to um Shade and she was saying that you know one of the things that really make her stand out is is how she treat the customers and you know I, I always emphasize good customer service you know you're not gonna always be perfect but when you mess up you have to apologize to the customer you know you have to you have to ensure that you do your part one of the things that you have to do is to ensure that your customers feel valued and that's what Chakara is doing she treats them like family. So even though the props and all those stuff are expensive to buy and to make or whatever, you know, the fact that she will always have clients, the business will not fail. Because it's really the clients 
that bring in the money or whatever, right? So, and of course, those clients might refer her business to other people. So, guys, be consistent as you, you know, conduct your business and please value the customer. It's not all about money. All right? Great stuff. So, um, Shakara, you have been influencing the life of people. So I want at least um, two, two testimonies. You know, a, a, a customer or well, our client that really came to us, you know, you did this and it was great or it really changed my life or something like that. Just give us two testimonies, man. We're, we're ready to hear your stories. Is it the problem with me giving testimonies, you know, Matthew, that is that we'll be here all day because I have that, that <laughs> my life is a testimony, guys. My life is a testimony. So I will have stories to tell. But two that really stands out or stood out. Um, let's start with the most recent one. Uh, I was reached out to by a friend who says that, listen, um, I know somebody who wants to get engaged and I am wondering if you could assist them or whatever because and this person that reached out to me so he sent me the number for the individual I spoke with the individual and immediately without thinking about money or anything I started engaging the individual and, and we started talking and whatever and at the end of the night he was like wow I never even looked at it this way. I am so impressed. I love your creativity. This is going to be awesome. At first, I didn't even know what I'm going to do. But with your guidance, I'm here. No, sure what I'm going to do. I would have developed an entire plan, typed it up with his guidance of what the entire engagement is going to be like. And even now, we're walking through the process of ensuring that things go as close as possible to the plan. And when I'm doing stuff, I'll send him pictures of it to show because he's all in, he's in Mobile and I'm in Kingston. And okay. I'm walking through this planning process with him. And his feedback gives me life because it shows me that I have a purpose. Um, there are persons out there who are filled with ideas, but in terms of how to execute them, they need guidance. And I'm there with him, guiding him as to what to do. Not what to say, because what to say is at the end of the day on him. But this past experience with this young man has really opened my eyes and reminded me that, listen, you are here for a purpose. This client was referred by somebody you would have done business with. And I'm pretty sure that based on what he's saying, I know that the referral won't stop. So that's one. Another one would be um, my friend lost her mother and uh, I was able to hold her hand through the entire process, be there. I mean, it's important to have somebody to lean on through these things. And I never even knew I would have gotten to the point of being a funeral on the day coordinator. And just to ensure that the little aspect of planning to get the food at the church, boxing it up, having water there, going around to make sure that persons are okay, when she sent me the message, she said, listen, Shaq, I truly appreciate what you would have done. Uh, the food shot, the water looked good. I really appreciate it. My measure of success is based on how 
appreciative and how the clients feel. If my clients are not happy when I'm finished, then I would have failed, regardless of how good of a job I think I would have done. My clients' happiness have a lot to do. So when I can see a person saying, listen, this is lovely. I love your creativity. I appreciate it. This was very well done. That's what keeps me going. So that's our two experiences that I would have had recently that would really um, tell you a lot about what I do. Awesome, awesome. And apparently, Shakara is a part-time counselor. Um, you know, <laughs> apparently she, you know, does that very well. Also, yeah, man. Um, thank you for sharing those testimonies. And the reason why I asked you to share them, you know, is because. A lot of people just want to hear something encouraging because building a business and maintaining it is very tough and it takes a lot out of you. And when you see that, you know, you're actually doing something and people actually, you know, like it and they say, yeah, man, continue, you know, it really motivates you to, you know, continue on the course. And, you know, that's what life is all about. One of the one of the things that I learned is that business is really about relationships. Let me say this again. Business is really about relationships. And I mean, we need to notice people who are good at business. Most of the time, they're normally good at interacting with people. They're normally eloquent speakers, normally are you know they tend to be good at encouraging people i don't know if this i don't know if this may alone notice but there, those are some of the things that you you have to be in order to run that business and of course you have to have that drive within you in order to continue so that's what we're encouraging here and just a little plug in right here i have written a free ebook it's called prioritizing your business vision and of course, it has a lot of these things in it. Finding your why, you know, your smart goals and all of that stuff. So the email will be in the description. You send an email to that email and you'll get the book. It's just as simple as that because it's free, right? All right. So we have been speaking for a while, but I need to ask you something. Apart from the expenses um, of the business, are there any other challenges that you went through or that you're currently going through as you know, you're conducting this business? All right, so there's expenses as I told you, number one, time management, time management. I am a mother, I am a Christian that's extremely involved in church with at least four different positions whether it's leading or assisting wow. right i sit on a various number of committees from the zone level to the church level at my daughter's school and i'm also a full-time employee wow time management is a huge thing for me so it's, it's, it's something that I recognize. And even this year, a lesson that I've learned 
is that in my head in my space i've been busy negotiating i've been busy going through trying to manage my time properly but at the same time i recognize that there were areas of my life that i was not being intentional about but when it comes to a business when it comes to running a business when it comes to running a business and having so many other things to do because it's one thing to be involved in the business full time because you get to see what you're doing you get to manage your stuff but then it's 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 another thing to be involved in a business to be working for somebody else to be a mother to being so active at church and and even trying to have a semblance of a social life social life is very important guys your mental health is is very important Amen. you can't be so driven for success that you fail along the way because you have not taken care of yourself because you have not taken the time to unwind because you have not taken the time to really just breathe breathing is important so for me another challenge that i currently face is time management haven't gotten it done back yet i've been in i've been trying different things like writing down what i need to do assigning tasks for different days assigning roles for different days but at the same time i still have to bear in mind that there's a little human that watches me that that is currently trying to dis- develop who she is based on what she's seen me doing so i have to take all of that into consideration so time management for me is like a huge huge rock now that i'm trying to carve out to see how best i can allow it to become small pieces so i can carry it better so for those who have similar problems that like when it comes to time management it's one thing at a time even if you struggle with many things like myself and just literally take bite sizes stop trying to do everything at the same time stop trying to eat the entire cake just start with a fork and you'll make your way through and that's what i've been trying and don't think that everything it has to be according to the book find what works best for you all right for me I would have gotten a, a lot of uh, advice but you have to do what find what's best for you try different things if it don't work you try something else the important thing is that you keep trying awesome awesome point very awesome and you know you you mentioned you know having a social life and finding the time to relax it's often said that passion passion oftentimes burn itself out so sometimes you can be so passionate about something and you go all in and you lose yourself and secondly i asked her about the challenges not because i want to show her up but because we're we're trying to show you that you know we're we're not perfect we're human but we're also not making excuses all right now this business thing is not for everybody but if you are somebody who really want to get into business just start and no matter what your schedule is because Her schedule sounds ridiculous, right? <laughs> and she's still going at it. So no matter what your schedule is, you have to find what works for you, as Shakara said. Um, this has been a really good conversation. I really enjoyed it. And it has been really encouraging, even for me, um, who is here doing these podcasts. So um, again, Shakara, unfortunately, we'll have to end it here. Um, Thank you for coming on. And I just want you to say um, one last thing for the audience who are listening. One last word of encouragement. 
All right. Again, guys, thank you for listening. Thank you for joining. Thank you for following Matthew. He's really doing a very good thing here, taking persons from different walks of life, giving you an opportunity to experience. And for me, experience is a big word because that's what my belief is. To experience businesses from different angles, speaking with different persons. So one thing I'll say is this. If you want to start a business, start. What will make your business successful or become a failure is the how. The why would have been what you decided to do to start. But your success is dependent on your how. Stop thinking of the bottom line. If you're going into something to make money, then you're going to be in problem. Going it because it's something that you want to do and it's because you want to change lives. I know the world is a crazy place. It's a dog-eat-dog world. But do not lose yourself in the world to fit in. You are born to stand out with whatever you do. So make it your signature. Your signature is what sets you apart from the world. People will see that and gravitate towards you. So not because everybody is doing it means that you have to do it. Know what you want to do, why you want to do it, how you plan to do it, and go ahead and do it. For me, Shakri's is more than a business. It's a lifestyle. Shakri is Shakara Makri. So that's me. It's it's My business is me. So whatever I do, it's my brand. It, it reflects who I am. So the clients that I come in, they interact with Chakara Macri and they come together and they get Chakra's events. So ensure that you know what you are doing. And I'm pretty sure that everything will fall into place. All right. Thank you very much for those words. And if you need help with starting a business and maintaining a business, developing a business vision, working on projects, all of that stuff, Look no further than here. The business motivator is here to help. You can contact me at my various um, social media outlets. And my email is there. And of course, the links to Shakara's social media will be in the description as well. Um, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for your support. And again, thank you, Shakara, for you know taking the time out of our busy schedule. A ridiculous schedule to be here on the podcast so guys i hope you have really learned something from this and we'll see you in the next episode remember always stay motivated all right we'll see you <laughs>